Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Could you ask for more? And stop. Ugh. It's, it's so over. sad to think that that's the last time that I'm ever going to hear you <laughs> sing the soft notes. It's been stuck in my head for six weeks. Um, <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to our finale episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Season four. Season four. Um, Really, really quickly before we get started, I just wanted to say up top. Well, first, Alex, how are you? So good. Did you have a good week? Yes. Great. Have you? Did you? I had a great week. I went away for the weekend. It was pouring in Pittsburgh. Came oh. back and it was sunny here. So everything's good. That's a great. That's a good story. It has an arc. It has an obstacle. Thank it has you. A, it has I did conclusion. Guys, um, anyone learning to tell some stories, take a note. <laughs> take notes. Well, I did have one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, guys, if you have not checked out the Meet Cuties podcast, you really have to. Um, what at, is it about? So Allie and Carly, they are the hosts, and they basically analyze like kind of like big relationship issues under the guise of rom-coms mm. so i'm on an episode it's currently live so it's called the meet cuties um and this is the failure to launch episode so in this one we basically talk about well we talk about two main things so if you haven't seen failure to launch it's about this it's about matthew mcconaughey who lives with his parents and they hire a woman to date him and her job is basically getting like men that live with their parents out of their parents home and like feeling confident and stuff so it's like could you date somebody who still lived at home um but there's also like a pretty traumatic experience that happens in that movie and so we talk a lot about that uh in terms of relationships so yeah i mean they have like a lot of really really funny episodes out like when Harry met Sally and all of that. So go check them out. The failure to launch episode is live, but they also have a bunch more and they're really funny and crazy. And they just like know a lot about all of these movies that they care very deeply about. Cool. The meat cuties. Go check it out. Uh, <laughs> should we get into some housekeeping before we introduce our amazing guests? This is so much housekeeping. Yes, we should. Two huge things happen in Bachelor Nation. Actually, three things, but two things that are unrelated to VIP. Yeah. So, um, number one was Amanda Stanton was arrested for domestic violence. So basically, she was at a joint Bachelor and Bachelorette party. Never a good idea. Oh, really? They're, they're nothing but trouble. <laughs> Never a good idea. Really? Yeah. Have you been on one? I have not, but like almost, <laughs> almost consistently, almost consistently, I feel like everyone that I know that has been on one, something horrific has happened. But doesn't horrific things happen on bachelorette parties anyway? 
Uh, yeah, but I think when you get the opposite sex into the mix, like it, it, like emotions just heighten. Like yeah. bad stuff happens, but it's like you're throwing it out into the ether. Like yeah. on the other side of the opposite sex, you have like the consequences there to like um, blow up in your face. Yeah, that's true. Well, so I guess like people call the cops because there was like a lot of yelling and stuff between her and her boyfriend. And then when the cops showed up, she shoved him in front of the cops. Yeah. So I guess Amanda and her boyfriend are they're still together and they're saying that they think that somebody slipped something into Amanda's drink. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a darkness to Amanda. Yeah. Right? She loved Josh Murray. That's like very telling. And also when like things, because they were both Amanda and Josh, when they were going through their horrific breakup, went through like, went to pretty great lengths to hurt the other person. Yeah. And I feel like some of the allegations against Amanda, like could have definitely been true. Was it a really low blow to publicize the fact right, that she you called still it a fat? Yeah. Yeah. But I could see her still doing that possibly. Yeah. yeah. I know it's kind of sad. I was looking at Instagram stories from that trip. It looked like fun. Oh, good. <laughs> well, everything looks fun on Instagram. It's all a lie. I know. Okay, the <laughs> next big one. I am so happy to announce that Pixie Haircut Becca M is pregnant. Oh my gosh. There's, she's very nurturing. She really is. Our, um, Kendall posted a picture of her with her like 21 weeks belly and she looks so cute. Well, she's so tiny, so she pops so early. Yeah, I know. Um, and also she seems really in love with her boyfriend. They announced only a little bit ago that they were together and by the time she announced it, they knew they were pregnant. Mm-hmm. They would um, have to. She's like really showing. Yeah. And it was a surprise. It was not planned. Um, but they really do seem in love and they seem really happy. Again, everything on Instagram is a lie, but I can't believe this is a lie. No, we have some things need to be pure. Um, so those are the two big stories of the week. I I wish Amanda the best. Um, I wish them all the best. There's Becca, one other big story this week, but we will talk about it when we get into the episode. Yeah. OK, so I'm. Um, why don't we introduce our guest? You guys, we are so lucky to have her. She is a jack of all trades. She's an actress. She's a comedian. She's an improviser. She's really good on point shoes. Please welcome to the mic, Ruthie Holmes. Woo! Hello. Hello. It is so good to be here. It's such a dream. I've been listening to this pod for so long. And <laughs> First, I time, can't long believe- <laughs> First time, long time? First time, long time. And I can't believe I'm here sitting in this amazing living room talking on this mic with the two of you. Oh my Sarah gosh. and Alex. I can't believe I'm here. Oh, we're so happy we can't believe you're here. I feel Wait. like I won something. Wait, you're on you're on point? Oh, so I've been yeah, I've been dancing ballet since I was seven years old, but oh we don't really talk about that because it doesn't make me funnier. You know what I mean? It makes But it me makes like, you more uh, interesting. I guess I, I Alex and I were both dancers growing up and I desperately wanted to be on point. But it was that kind of a weird like height thing going on. And all of my teachers were like, no, you can't do What's point. the weird height thing. You're short. Oh, so the thing is, is <laughs> no, I was, was tall. I was oh, really wow. tall. I was the height I am now in like the fifth grade. <laughs> so I was like really tall. And then my growth stunted and they were like, we're afraid we're going to like you're going to have to replace your feet if you go on point. No. <laughs> yeah. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. I so know. You stopped. You just stopped dancing? Or did I didn't you stop con- dancing. Oh, you continue to dance. It's great. Did some dancing. Yeah. Great. Let's go to ballet school. class. Yeah. Well, yeah. That sounds great. Okay, great. Actually. 
Sarah had puberty really first, like really soon. Yeah, I had my period at a very young age. She the had first like, week of fifth grade. This is so much information that I did <laughs> yeah. not expect to get. She had like, people were saying that she had big boobs, which in like retrospect is like hilarious because... They weren't, but I was the only one with boobs. But she was the only one with them. Cool, cool. <laughs> it was so embarrassing because cool. I'd like literally have to bring a pencil case into the bathroom because I like wasn't wearing tampons in the fifth no, grade. I was not. wearing pads, but my school uniform pockets couldn't fit the pads. Aww. So I'd be like, I have to go to the bathroom and then I'd stop at my backpack first and everyone would be like, what are you getting in your backpack? Oh my God. <laughs> it was awful. I don't recommend Drugs. early periods to anyone. Puberty Drugs. was the worst. Do you remember it? <laughs> Obviously you do. Yeah. No, I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah. I got it during gym class once. Oh no. Oh my God. It was awful. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. <laughs> I could talk about periods for days. We could. <laughs> but we're not here for days. So why don't we talk about Ruthie's journey with a bachelor? Yeah, Ruchi, Ruthie. Ruchi. 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 I like really that actually. Like that. Ruchi. Let's go with do that for now. <laughs> my journey. Um, very interesting actually. I, I did watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Um, a long, long time ago, and I don't even know who was on it. I don't remember any of the characters because that's what they <laughs> are. They are characters. Mm, they, are. Um, they make them into characters and they become characters for us to watch. So I don't remember. But then when Alex, who is in my improv team, on my improv team with what, me, what? <laughs> Roundhouse Improv, check us out on Instagram. Little plug. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> When she said that she did this Bachelor podcast, I was like, I got to start watching The Bachelor. And that was during Ari's season. And God, I hated him. <laughs> and I, so I did loved, you watch him on I Emily's watched, season? No, oh, I didn't watch Emily's. I didn't watch Rachel's. Gotcha, gotcha, I don't gotcha, even gotcha, know gotcha. who was in between them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And honestly, you guys, Bachelor in Paradise, I was so excited because I thought I knew what Bachelor in Paradise was going to be. And when I found out that they don't do challenges to get <laughs> dates, I was like, what is this? What is this show? Well, you, all you have to do I is thought... like who can lounge the most. Yeah, that's the, the that's the challenge. Um, I didn't know that more people were going to be coming. Oh, this was a yes. whole big surprise for me on this season of Bachelor mm. Nation of Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. I don't know that they've ever really cracked the code for Bachelor in Paradise. It's always sort of felt like they've made the rules up as they go along. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, what if we have a week where no one new shows up and do they even notice? Like, <laughs> you know, like I just want someone to wreak havoc. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would like that. I'm so well. happy that our podcast was an entry point into you. It was. You How coming great is home. that? It's really special. I think you might be the first one, like uh, the first of our guests. It's it's a real honor to have you. It's an honor to be here. Such a dream. Oh, my gosh. Shall we get into the episode? Yes. I want to. We have so much to talk about. Okay. Let's get all of our boring couples out of the way. <laughs> Good idea. Okay. So, as you guys know, this season we talk about it by couple. It's just a little bit easier for us to, like, organize it in our tiny little brains. So, John and Olivia. Who are you calling tiny? (laughs) I don't know. I had a lot of wine this week. Uh, (laughs) John and Olivia. So, I don't know. They They left paradise together, but they broke up. Well, it sounds like Olivia was really trying to make it work, and I guess they had a weekend away together. But then he was just like, no, it's long distance. doesn't really work for me. And then he started FaceTiming Chelsea. And then they started like posting their FaceTiming. I've seen those. I've seen those. I've seen them too. 
And Chelsea's like down to scoop who's ever guy. Listen, whenever guys. Time. Chelsea's a mom. Stop it. Know? Stop it with that. But she is a mom. And it's just like, I think that she very desperately wants a father for her son. And it's like, I mean, yes, you should probably like set some boundaries and like set some like expectations for men that you're going to be with. But wait, expectations know. that you're going to, what, what did you say? I just mean like, like she's going after literally anyone that'll look at her. And it's like, you're allowed to be a little more selective, but. I think she just really wants. Someone. I don't know that she's like going after guys that look at her. She's like snaking them out from underneath people. Yeah, I did notice that as well. I have interpreted yeah, well, definitely it. the whole um, Camille thing. That was so right. weird. It was a little. And she also did it with Leo. I think Leo. I think Camille oh, yeah. would have been susceptible to it had he not been like, oh no, Annalise is going to jump down my throat if it's, I try. It's also not super fair of you to call out the Leo thing because everybody, like someone that comes in and goes on a date, there's always somebody waiting for them when they get back and they're like, I thought that we'd be a good match. So that's like, we can't blame her for Leo. They all do that. Yeah, no, it's not that I'm blaming her. I just like, I well, I guess I kind of was. I, I don't know. It's just after I saw her tactics with, Camille like I wonder I don't know it just like I, it's hard for me to not apply that character trait onto her when it comes to trying to kiss men that have just been on dates with other women I mean I can apply that to John, Venmo John too Venmo John can I just say yes, I love how many people he's kissed <laughs> I love it I do think that there would be a double standard if a woman did the same thing. Yeah, and I'm upset by that. I'm upset by the whole heteronormative thing that they have going on at the end of the episodes. And I'm I'm so glad the season's over because of that. But it was it's exhausting. Yeah. But thank God John got to kiss that many women. Right. Yeah. Great for him. And the thing about John is like it got kind of at the end of it. It was kind of like, all right, who's the next one? But like. He was pretty upfront about his feelings throughout the entire... Like, he didn't, like, pull an Eric. Like, Eric, like, really led someone on. John was always just like, yeah, I'm going to go on dates with everyone who asks me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was listening to the Ben and Ashley I podcast today, and uh, Wells was just like, John played it the best. All he did was, like, he kept a level head the entire time, and any girl who came up to him, he said, yeah, I'd love to go on a date yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. There is a sort of double standard for that I because I feel know. like Kendall kind of got herself into a little bit of trouble for trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but she was just a little too locked in with Joe. She was. Yeah. Can we just do a hot take on Wells? Because of course I, we love talking Wells. I will talk about Wells all the time. I want him. Can we yeah. get his number for well, me? He's dating Sarah Highland oh. like for okay. years. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know anything. You guys they are very seriously yeah. together. But right, I could mind. see you being into him. Yeah. I got to see it working. Actually, maybe we still try to get his number. I don't no, know. I don't. I don't do that. Pull a Chelsea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore we all grow up we all have our phases yeah Yeah. chelsea's in her phase now chelsea's in her phase because she had a kid very young and her bachelor phase is her like crazy phase (laughs) we're all allowed one sure i had mine in college same maybe a little bit after also after after also a little after college yeah i think that's really when i hit my sweet spot of like crazy (laughs) it's like a right after college maybe like four years also by the way for me like a little before college like (laughs) like mine lasted about 10 years 
That's probably more accurate for me too. Like <laughs> 16 to 26 until like my first real relationship is when I like experience mm, crazy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then after this last relationship, I was like, I can be crazy. And then I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason. You can't not. if you go on The Bachelor. Mm, Which I'm not totally against the idea. I'm not Guys, against. I don't think Colton and I would be a uh, mix. I don't think, I don't think it's for. Ugh, no, needs- not Colton season. No. I will be I will be 55 years old by the time <laughs> this next bachelor comes <laughs> rotation comes along. Well, it's ABC. I feel like they will have an older version of this show. At some no, point. they will not. No, 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 no. They it's never ABC. Will. They if will not. If you're 25, it's already like, oh, she has lived. <laughs> like, Ooh, little. That's gross. Warned <laughs> for her wares. 25. Um, okay, so Eric. Eric, we all know the story of him and Angela. What did you guys think of his apology? I felt like it was more the same of what he was said. He's just like, I didn't feel like you felt that you were into me. It was very confusing and it was very weird. I think she didn't have sex with him and he was upset. (gasps) Wow. Oh my God, I didn't even go there because I always had so much respect for Eric, but maybe I don't need to. You know what I mean? I think he's like, we were... He, he said something about them being friends, right, to uh, yeah. Cassandra, Cassandra. Yeah. And I think that's because she didn't let him inside of her. Both both girls didn't let him inside them. Good for them. Right. Really ins- Is that really what he meant by cheese? <laughs> okay. Ew. That was disgusting. And I don't know what the analogy was. But It's I a book didn't. that my father has been oh. like, Alex, you need to read this because I'm move, very afraid move of change. The cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's about change. He wasn't yeah. quoting the author of the book, though. That's wrong, too. Oh, you're right. He just thought you thought it was like an Eric catchphrase. I like, thought it was. Miracle. Season. Wait. Oh, I thought he didn't. Maybe he didn't mention the book. I could be wrong. I he definitely like, didn't mention the book at AFR. That's for sure. I feel like he mentions the book on like subsequent outlets, but I don't know, like like podcasts. But I don't he know probably actually- didn't even say who the author was. He's probably just like, there's this book. You got to move the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really want to like Eric and I feel like his messaging is good. I just don't like they I just don't know that he's in alignment, full alignment of his own messaging yet. Right. And he, you didn't see his he, you didn't watch Rachel's I season. Didn't. He was like amazing My on favorite. Rachel's. But at the same time, he was not great at being in a relationship. Like he really struggled with just like the I don't know. Com- I don't want to say commitment piece to somebody, but he, it, Rachel, he always said was my first serious relationship. And that was on The Bachelor. So it's just like, mm. you need to have a real relationship outside of this world before you can dive back into it, I think. Yeah, he just like can't go a little bit deeper. Yeah. He's he- blaming the woman for his own problems that he has with himself 100 yeah. he's project i feel like he yeah. projected everything that he was feeling onto onto Angela. her and you know it's so interesting and I, I i am skipping ahead but we will get back to them but kendall admitted to doing that she was like i projected all of my feelings onto you and she was able to like be strong and recognize that and express that and he's just yeah he's just more like you weren't moving with me you weren't cheesing with me i couldn't (laughs) feel what you felt that i felt what you felt and like it made no sense no sense a lot of double negatives in there yeah (laughs) i can't believe she accepted his apology well, she's also in a happy relationship. It with makes Clay. it a lot easier to accept an apology when she's you're with Clay. Doing good. She's with Clay. Oh, with yeah. Clay you guys from... said that last week. That's Isn't cool. That cute? Isn't that cute? That's cute. They post some cute pics. <laughs> I got to start following Clay. Yeah. 
yeah. don't really follow the women. Well, it's all like FabFitFun ads, but I always mm. have a code whenever I get a new FabFitFun. No, oh, cool. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. I also feel like it's like slightly aspirational to follow the women because you see them all hang out together in bikinis and you're like, <laughs> same. They're so fun. <laughs> We're all in Fort, Fort Lauderdale together. We all are there together. All of us. All of us are Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> um, okay. Benoit. Benoit and Jordan. Get out of here. <laughs> I he did have a good point though when he was just like listen I don't compare women to food and I snacks because that was nasty when Jordan did yeah that. and Jordan because I really do like Jordan and I root for him that was like a real bummer it was moment of the bad episode. moment that, and gross and he, and the appetizers entrees yeah. desserts thing yep, but that was Chris awful. I mean Chris did the same thing both of them yeah I didn't like either of them in that moment I just could not believe Jordan brought up Claire. Did you watch Winter Games? No, I didn't watch Winter so Games ba- either. So Benoit, that's okay. Benoit um, got engaged to a woman after Winter Games and she like super broke his heart. And it's like, why do we have to bring Claire up? Jordan literally was like, I hope Claire comes, it, it walks in right now. Like, why? Yeah, sometimes when Jordan gets like on his like tirades, I feel like he doesn't, He's his mouth is moving so fast and he just doesn't want to stop. He and does I feel like backtrack I'm making, and apologize. I but know. I'm making yeah. excuses for him. Like, this is what's wrong with society. I shouldn't be making excuses. Like, Jordan does some real fucked up shit sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I think um, they're both emotional dudes and they just mm-hmm. like the same chick. And so that was pretty hard for two emotional guys to be into the same woman. And I think that they col- collided. So I mean, yeah, think astute. about anytime you like the same guy as another girl, you know. Never. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> How dare me? How dare me? But Wells, if you're listening. <laughs> Jake, I could get into it with Sarah Hyland on Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. Sarah bites back on Twitter. It's actually really? pretty. She's pretty feisty. Yeah. It's pretty cool to watch. She's awesome. I love her. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ruchi. There was a fun little like resolution though. With David. With David. Former chicken. It was really kind of cute. I was happy to see that. It was sweet. Um, I do think because I had the uh, closed captioning on. I do think one of them said I'll give you a handshake and then a hug happened. I don't know how. Well, Harrison was like, hug. And I think David went, like, went up to hug first because he's obsessed with Jordan. Sure. Um, and then Jordan was like, I'll handshake you. But then he was like, oh, he's already up, so we'll just hug. But David watching Jor- like any footage of Jordan looked truly happy for him. Aww. That's sweet. I think David just like enjoyed like playing with him. I think David literally thought they were best friends this whole time. I think (laughs) David would give Jordan his kidney. I know. If they were the same. David honestly thought they were best friends the entire time. Maybe. I think the producers (laughs) were giving David things to give to the girls that Jordan. No way, you guys. How dare you? He definitely brought that dog on the phone. Shut up. It was his carry-on. He had to buy it his own ticket. How dare you suggest something? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. All right. Tia and Colton. They So this was filmed before Colton was named The Bachelor. Yeah. So... I don't know. They just kept talking about how pages that they weren't on the pages and then they were on the pages. I'm bored. 
And then they're so happy they're on the pages again. I just don't care. Blah, don't blah, care. blah, blah, Col- blah. Colton knew he was the bachelor in that moment for sure. He yeah. God. He's like, he is an incredible woman. Uh, I look forward to being her friend for a long time. It's like, stop smiling. Why are you smiling so much? I did kind of like, though, at least Tia could come out and be like, you know, because it's really hard to go through breakups, especially when it's someone that like you really like and they just don't like you back. And it was nice for her to say something like, at least I know that we tried. And it's like, that's like such a good way to look at any sort of bad thing. Like any, I don't want to call it a failure, but anything that doesn't work out the way you intended. It's so nice to be like, well, at least I tried. Mm-hmm. Like she's right. And that's like a very mature Nice way to help someone through a breakup. And I feel like I could have used that advice. Yeah, I've tried doing that. It's like it <laughs> almost it's almost like more annoying to be like, oh, what a, like to hear someone else be like, well, that's such a good outlook. And you're like, no, <laughs> be in the mud with me. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. did. Like it, there's yeah, nothing my last- worse than having a moment where you're just like, you know what? I, I'm glad I learned something. And then somebody else saying, what a great way to look at it. (laughs) There's like something like weirdly, it feels like condescending. I can't like exactly put my foot on it, but there's something so annoying about it to me when people say that. Sorry. I didn't mean to touch a nerve. To be fair, fair, in my last uh, relationship that ended really poorly, I, not my current one, one old few years ago, um, (laughs) what if you officially announced, (laughs) you didn't want to announce any sort of breakup. (laughs) Adam is still in the picture. Um, no, the relationship before that, people will be like, well, you know, now you know the kind of person you do want to be with, the kind you don't want. And they were like, there's no reason to regret it. And I was like, no, I regret all of it. Like, like <laughs> shut the fuck up. I was like, no, I definitely regret all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, I will say... I'm I am bored of Tia and Colton. Same, I same, can't same, same, believe same, same, same. he's the bachelor. I'm not same. going to watch, but I guarantee oh. she's going to show up on his season come on tia is gonna do it throw in the towel she gonna show up she gonna be like it's gonna be so this was my man so why are you worthy that's her that's her role are you worthy (laughs) prove to me your worthiness that'll be a challenge one week yeah prove to tia your worthiness and then if she thinks you're worthy you get the day card that night yeah wouldn't you just die if she walked out of the limo like she was like oh no (laughs) just kidding y'all i would just die (laughs) like (laughs) and she shoves a wiener in his mouth Yeah, you're right. I probably would drop dead on the spot. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't. So awful. <laughs> Literally every time I see them, I'm exhausted. <laughs> All right. Well, let's head into the meat and potatoes of this whole season. Mm. Kevin and Astrid are back together. Back together, y'all. They went through a rough breakup. I really, you know what, though? I felt for Kevin in that moment. Mm. Because he had just watched his ex-girlfriend get engaged. Mm -hmm. And like the show has not worked for him the last two times he did it. And it was just like he must have freaked out when everything was getting real. But why go back then? Why go back? To paradise? No, I agree. If you're going to like come in. I don't know why any of these people go back to paradise, frankly. (laughs) It's great for me. I like paradise. but Like, listen. (laughs) Like, I... When he says stuff like, I went to therapy, I realized, I talked to my parents, I was realizing that I brought baggage into paradise. Like, what made you think in the first place that you weren't going to be bringing baggage to paradise? Well, I say the same thing with Colton, too. I just like... The thing that makes people realize, and I put that in 
quotation marks is because producers and executives get like, you know, it's like your redemption time. It's if you do well, you're going to be the bachelor. Like that's why people go on with baggage. They're really enticed into it. But I like, okay. I just, I really got, Angela, I really got Astrid's hesitance. Oh, 100%. And you can still feel it because like, I don't know. It's 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 very sexy to hear a guy talk about therapy. Um, totally. But like he's still there's something like slightly shady about it all to me. Like there's just something that doesn't totally feel right. I don't know that it's shady, but I do understand her hesitance. Although they are in Canada together this week. Okay. I want to go to Canada Same. and live there yeah. forever. <laughs> Um, Kevin is yeah. so hot in that opening sequence. Yeah. And so is Astrid with those yeah, melons. with the melons. And I do want to see them together. I understand why she would have trouble trusting him, but maybe maybe they're making it work in O Canada. What I want it to is, work. What do you think is shady? That's an interesting word. I, I don't know. It, it There's just, I, don't, I can't, re- I'm having a hard time pinpointing what it is. Other than there's just something that feels a little bit off. Like every time he has these conversations with her, they just feel it just there's something that feels slightly off. Like he knew going into paradise like he was going to be having these conversations with her. Like it's almost like it feels more part of a storyline than it does feel authentic characters. But he also just watched his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend get engaged in front of his face. That's got to dig up all that stuff you didn't know was there. Yeah, it should help him move on with his own life though don't you think if you're forced to watch something that um visceral I guess and that obvious obviously like this person that you were with on the last time you were on Bachelor in Paradise has moved on and is clearly going to get married then can't you also see yourself doing the same I don't know maybe not depending on where you are in your therapeutic journey yeah and as you're saying that I'm like I'm I think it's all sort of coming to light for me I just don't think that he's this is not I just don't think it's the right context he might have been genuine but I don't think he should find love this way but I think he's gonna keep coming back on shows like this because it he reaps the benefits from well they all do yeah even even if he like really does like Astrid I just I want it to last so bad because I think that they're both cool I don't know there's just something about it that just doesn't quite all add up Hmm. time will tell I guess I feel like it's an unpopular opinion and I can't describe it beyond (laughs) yeah I can't describe it beyond a feeling Hmm. well which is why I'm perfect for commentary (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you guys I just have a feeling my intuition tells me just trust it and then well I've been on record saying that if any of my ex-boyfriends got engaged or married before me I'd leave the country so like I feel like I wouldn't be great having to watch that happen in front of my face like I wouldn't see it as a moment moving on Hmm. okay Okay, but luckily, cool. I got engaged first. So yeah, I yay for you. Won. I won. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are the winner. Thank you. Chicken dinner. <laughs> okay. Kendall and Grocery Joe. I love Grocery Store Joe. <laughs> I love him so much. I might have to watch Dancing with the Stars, which is not. For like the first time ever in my life. For the first time ever. <laughs> I know. This is the first time that I've been like, ooh, maybe I should check out this 
only other show that's on Mondays when Bachelor is off air. But doesn't it make you nervous because not a single Bachelor franchise relationship has lasted through Dancing with the Stars? I feel like there's less pressure on the Paradise couples than there are than it there are there is on the Bachelor couples. Yeah, because they're not engaged yet. Either. Right. Well, they're not engaged, and also like you're not coming off of watching a guy date. 20 of your friends like and having to keep your relationship a secret like yeah all were you were all dating like everyone was dating the same person more or less throughout the entire time right yeah like there's less that you have to live through i think there's less emotional baggage that's a good point i hope he does really well yeah um I, i don't mean to be like judgmental or anything or like or even stereotype i don't even know what i would be stereotyping but i do have to say I was shocked by how gorgeous Joe's apartment was for owning a grocery store. That wasn't his apartment. I saw Mike Fleiss tweet that it was. There's Wait, no way. Oh, when he said. In Chicago when oh, she went and visited when, him. You know what? I don't know if that was his. Mike Fleiss said yes. Well, his Mike apartment. Fleiss said it. Mike Fleiss also said that the Peter was going to be on uh, Winter Games. So this isn't like. He's a little bit of a stranger to the truth. This is Mike he Fleiss. disingenuous? I think he's disingenuous. <laughs> or ingenuine? Ingenuine. 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 It's like genuine, Dis- but ingenuine. Genuine the singer. Genuine. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that we're on the same yes, page. We're, we're all we're all Tia's. I <laughs> and have to believe that I can own a grocery store and live in that apartment. I have to believe Do it. you really want to own a grocery store with I your might, life? I might, Sarah. Cool. You know, his Insta stories, I told people to watch his Insta stories because he just like bites on pieces of food and I just watch him <laughs> watch him eat and rate the food He's and like I, tomatoes firm <laughs> <laughs> I love it it's it's like ASMR for me is it ASMR is, is, that, is that the thing like where you hear weird mouth mm. noises yeah. okay I cannot have this conversation <laughs> I will I will freak out um do we think he's gonna move to LA yes I think he's enjoying this attention. I really hope he buys the Albertsons in my neighborhood. Oh my God. That's my neighborhood too. I hope so. How would that work? How would that possibly work? Because it's a, would it still be Albertsons or would Albertsons become Joe's grocery? (laughs) It would change names when he purchases it. (laughs) Or would he just manage an Albertsons? I don't mean to dis. Albertson, but whoever he is, <laughs> Mr. Albertson, or Miss. But I just want Joe owning that grocery. He can he can take the lessons for all I care. Uh, so Albertsons will come Amables. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his last name. Yeah, that's his last name. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. Amables. Oh yeah, just keep whispering. What if me. they co-own it and they're A and A, double A, double A. Ooh, I wonder what that would mean for all the other franchise Albertsons. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you think they're going to last? Kendall is gorgeous, and I think she's so smart, and yeah. I want all the best for her. I don't know if Joe is everything that she completely wants. So yeah, I, I think when another Leo who... Uh, another leo type let's say shows up and she's like zoom out the door i'm pretty sure but i don't know what the future holds i do not predict the future 
Because mm, you're not a witch. Because this isn't a pagan podcast. Oh my god, we didn't talk about Shushana. <laughs> oh yeah, and Robbie. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's. Can I just? Can we talk a few about a few more things about Joe and yeah, Kendall? Always. Um, and then we'll make a special place for <laughs> Shushana and Robbie. But like, I also going back to what we were saying earlier about projection. For as like sort of like I don't want to say that he's. He's a simple guy, and I mean that in an endearing way. With an amazing apartment. Yeah, like he's not. He's not, and <laughs> of course, of course, with all that grocery money from a a squared. Um, he, I thought he did a really good job when Kendall was projecting onto him. Like she's like, we're not ready for this. We don't. We don't talk like this to each other. He was like, can you stop saying we? Yes. That is how you feel. That is how what you are going through. I I I like I loved watching him get mad. He was like, I didn't want you going on that date with Leo. I got pissed when you kissed John. I haven't dated anybody. Any girl who's come to talk to me, the first thing that's come out of my name, uh, is my mouth was your name. Please stop saying we. I was like, damn. It Bill. was yes, good, bitch. Yes. Yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really emotionally intelligent. I was like, yeah, you yeah. don't stand for that, Joe. <laughs> You're a grocer. (laughs) We're better than that. We. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. We will buy the Albertsons together. Can you stop saying we? (laughs) You know it's going to be Joe. You know it's going to be Joe. He's going to buy it, and then he's going to get a high rise on Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I know. He deserves better than that. It's gross. (laughs) But I think you can smell the urine from up there, I don't think. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I do think you're right, though. I think like Kendall won't maybe need somebody a little bit more outside of the box. And I can't really describe it beyond that. I mean, she collects taxidermy, you know? Yeah. She's, right. She's not simple. She's complicated. I think during that first conversation they had on the beach about her loving to have picnics in cemeteries. And he's like, I don't do picnics or whatever <laughs> he said. Which was that's what he got out of it. The point. Don't like picnics. I feel like maybe that's going to be the next two years of their relationship before they're just like, huh? I don't know. We're do we have anything? I don't know. We have a. But uh, you're both. Uh, you're both really hot people. So and I want to see you together. Good people. Good. Yeah. And they're hot. both really. I love them good. both so much. So I want it to work. Like, and I think they both really want it to work. So maybe it will. Maybe it will. I don't really do picnics. I don't like do picnics. <laughs> like, what a thing to take away from that. I know. Like, what about, like, the dead people? Have you ever seen a dead body? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I have. But the ants <laughs> in my salad is not something I'm interested in. <laughs> so good. Okay, Shushana and Robbie. Uh, Robbie shows up, and it's like, why, Robbie? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I hate Robbie. Isn't it insane insane that Robbie almost won Jojo season yes like that's unreal I didn't watch but so is was this your first experience with Robbie um yeah and I he's all over the place loved his metaphor about um getting dealt a hand um but the only he said the only option was Shoshana and I wanted him to do better with this metaphor I wanted it to be like (laughs) she was the joker that was in uh, amongst all these queens. I wanted him to do something yes. with the hand, the, the metaphor of the hand of the thing. Hand. Because he was basically pissed that he had to go out with her, I think is what happened. Well, she's a witch. Is she? No. 
I'm this that joke was Annalise was like trying to stand up for herself and then she was like and it was like yes bitch yes and then it was like Anna here you're a witch and it was like Annalise no (laughs) that champagne bottle did break (laughs) right after Jenna said to Shoshana oh that'll be fun and Shoshana goes yeah and then the bottle breaks (laughs) however they could have edited that to make it seem like she burst open this bot champagne bottle from with her magic spell or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe she's a witch. I don't know. That'd be cool. Nothing against witches. I also like that. She like came out like right out of the gate and told Robbie. She's just like, listen, people hate me. They say I'm a witch. And it's like, whoa, girl, ease into the date a little bit <laughs> before you start telling people, people think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and you're I do witch. think Robbie was like, yeah, Wait, what? <laughs> and she's like, so have you ever cheated on a girl ever? Be honest now. And he was like, yeah, I have. <laughs> Actually, he was like, hmm, ever? Hmm, yes. <laughs> Anyone? Hmm, yes. <laughs> it's hard to remember. But I'm here now. I just cannot believe that he almost won JoJo. Like, I cannot believe I never thought I'd say this, but thank God for Jordan Rogers. I like Jordan. (laughs) Me too. I like Jordan now. Didn't love him on the season, but now that he is just like a guy living his life, building a coffee shop on sports something, he, I like it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Should we talk about Annalise and Camille? Yes. Oh, sad. (laughs) That was rough. The whole thing was the whole rough. thing was rough. To she finish. needed all this validation and like he was slowly giving it to her and she was like, OK, I'll take this. OK, I'll take this. But she clearly just wanted to be engaged by the end of. I know we're still going to get season. married. I'm not worried. It was really sad to hear him say I'm not ready for an engagement and her be like, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. She was like, yeah, same. I was like, ooh. but in her ITM, she's like, yeah, we're like on the road to babies. And then after the whatever they said, like, yes, like I'll date you after this. She even she was like, it might be a couple of weeks. It might be a couple of months, but I know it's coming. And I was like, girl, a couple of weeks. She said he wants to marry me. And I don't think he ever said that to her. So she was delusional. Mm-hmm. I feel super bad for her. I've been that person where I've been like, oh, let's. Uh, um, Yeah, I'll do whatever, because I think that this is going really well. Let's just make sure this is going really well. Whatever you want. Yeah. And I hate I hate that th- about me. And I think she'll find out that she hates that about herself. Everyone. Too. Everyone's been there, you know, yeah. and. The thing that was crazy was when she was giving her little speech to him, she said, not only do I know that I'm the right person for you, like you're the right person for me. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> so I know I'm the right person. I for mean, you. if it was like more of a like give and take relationship and partnership, like I could see that being said. Right. But instead what it said and it not being so weird, but instead what it was was just like her making up a narrative in her head of what she thought or what she was trying to will the relationship into being. Mm -hmm. And though Camille like was kind of along for the ride, he never really fully seemed into her. No, he's an, Oh, he's a robot is what I was going to say earlier. Doesn't he seem like their, their gears spinning behind his face behind his like gooey skin. There's some like <laughs> gears just turning. He's just like jello. Like, yeah, if you like peeled back his face, it would just be like, doo, 
Exactly. Yeah, no, totally. Well, it's so crazy because then she's like, you, I knew after New York that something was weird and like I tried to break up with you days ago. She said weeks. Weeks ago. Yeah. And he was like, I will fight for you. And then the thing that's so weird is he storms out and he's like, great. Now I'm just a douchebag again on TV. And it's like, if you have to keep saying that, it's like, maybe you're just a douchebag. <laughs> You've done some pretty shitty things. You like called Becca over like a dog the one night that you were over there and then you decided instead of doing the right thing and breaking up with Annalise when she gave you the out, you decided to do it in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. You have a lot of free will and agency in your shittiness. And although I do think Annalise is delusional, I also think she's <laughs> really sweet and yeah. will when she and will eventually be an amazing partner. Yeah. When she meets the right guy, um, she just kind of has to like let go of the fantasy a little bit. Yeah, she was catering her personality a little bit to each guy that she was dating, though, on the show. And I I don't find that to be like a, a real solid way to find the person you're going to marry unless like yeah. that is your personality, unless you just become whatever the thing is that the other person wants you to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Why can't she meet someone in San Francisco? I feel like she'd do great with someone from San Francisco. Venmo John is in San Francisco. She was one of the seven. Oh, she was. She yeah. was one of the yeah, seven. Yeah, they've kissed. The Magnificent Seven. That <laughs> I bet there were John's more. <laughs> I bet there were more. You guys don't know. I don't know. You don't even you know. You guys don't know. <laughs> was it you, Ruthie? Was no, that you, Ruth? We're like, what wait, happens I'm really when confused. the cameras are turned off and the producers? So... I watch Unreal too much, I think, is Oh. oh, he hooked up with some of the producers? I don't know. I mean, probably. Why not? He's got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. We think. It could just be $140,000. <laughs> right. Hey, that sounds like a lot. Not in San Francisco. A year? Yeah. He wouldn't just make that once. Right. It would. He probably makes that a year. All right. I'm tired of talking about money. I <laughs> hate we- that I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> Jordan and Jenna. Oh my God. What is the news that you guys have? Guys. Oh my God. The last 24 oh. hours has been the most insane of my entire life. Of our entire life. Can you stop Can you- saying our? No. <laughs> this is not a projection thing. Mine. My <laughs> entire life. I've always been clear about that for the last 24 hours. <laughs> Um, okay. I need to know. They have a very happy engagement. We are all happy. Their wedding is the day after mine. I needed to say that. (laughs) MG. The day after. They're getting married on a Sunday? Yeah. So Harrison is going to officiate. Now I can't have Harrison officiate. (laughs) I hate Chris Harrison. I would never ask that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I definitely want to play fuck, Mary kill with Chris Harrison. (laughs) Chris, uh, Chris Crystal's Chris. Chris R, Chris Harrison, and Colton. Okay. Kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) I would kill Chris R. Really? I think I'd kill Colton. I'd marry Colton for the fame. I would. No, but I can't sleep with Chris Harrison. I can't. I I won't. I would absolutely marry Chris Harrison, and then I would. Screw Colton. <gasps> yes. Alex, take his virginity. Yes. Because why not? I want I want the storyline. Yes. <laughs> <gasps> Amazing storyline. Mm. 
Give me a storyline, you guys. Storyline. That's how Kevin became who Kevin is. Yeah. Exactly. I want to be the Kevin. I want to be Kevin. That's all I want. You hate Kevin. No, I want to be him now. (laughs) Ruthie, what would you say? Um, I think I can manipulate Chris Harrison, so I'm gonna marry Chris Harrison. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. Uh, screw. Sorry, was I not supposed to say the f word? Screw. Oh, you can say whatever whatever you want. want. Fuck Colton. What? (laughs) Storyline. (laughs) Storyline. Virginity. Beep. And it'll be a threesome. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, jeez. With all three. (laughs) We take take his virginity as a threesome. Oh, 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 oh. You take it. Great. I I prefer to not be involved. (laughs) You take his. You take his butt virginity. (laughs) We. With what? <laughs> um, Devices. Gross. <laughs> and then I kill the Chris um, that is about to marry Chris, Chris R. R. Yeah. Yeah, Chris R. Yeah. Oh, poor Chris R. Oh, wait. Ugh, can we just talk about them really quickly? No, we're not done. We're, <laughs> we're not done. Not. We haven't even given them the news. <laughs> What's the news? We haven't even given them the news. Right. You did. In the last 48 hours, Reality Steve has broke and he... He teased the information a little bit and was waiting for confirmation. Finally vetted the text messages. Jenna has been basically cheating on Jordan this whole time. She said it's basically come out that Jenna like uses guys to get money for her business and then dumps them. So a text came out that said there was a series of text messages between her and this guy that she met before Paradise. And it was it started as like a business meeting and then it got intimate not in one meeting, like their relationship got intimate and like the business aspect kind of like drifted away. But she, you know, was talking about like, oh, like, do you still love me? I know that you're going to get mad about these episodes with Jordan, but I told you the relationship's not real. I don't even love him, let alone like, like, I don't even like him, let alone love him. I'm so much better than him. And once I, you know, get what I need, I'll break up with him and say something bad about him if it'll make you feel any better. It was very strange. I would have read those text messages and said, that's a weird message. Like, there's no way this is real. However, about two hours ago, Reality Steve put out a podcast with Jordan. And I listened to about half of it. And Jordan was like, I didn't want to believe it. But he's like, it's crazy reading the transcripts of the text messages. It is exactly how she talks. And he even sent texts that she had sent him to Reality Steve, who was like, yeah, I'm comparing these like almost like all of the uses of emojis, how she's speaking, the like exclamation points. Like basically they like it's if you were comparing handwriting, but they were comparing text message. And also the number was verified by somebody an unknown that it was her number. Yeah. (laughs) Who also had her number. What are we going to do? What are they going to do? Jordan said he decided to end the relationship. Uh, this afternoon oh on Instagram God. and then she took to Instagram and said that the text messages were fabricated and she's taking legal action against this guy. Oh my God. So obviously I'm taking this all in. I'm obviously happy for Jordan that he extracted himself from this situation. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm like proud of him too. That's like so many of the people in this franchise are just like, you have no idea what you're talking about. They love me. And it's like, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that he is owning like he's facing the reality of it. I sort of have a question of the like uh, the ethics behind the reporting of it all on reality Steve's part. Okay. Um, most people when they're about to break like really horrible news to about a person will send them the article. He did courtesy. He did. He yeah I, on the podcast. So basically, like forty eight hours ago, literally. So 
I think first he was set, he was talking to some other cast members and was like, listen, this is a thing that's out. Like, I don't know, Jenna. I've never met her. We got the number verified. Like, what's going on? The cast members called Jordan and he said that he got a call from Bibiana and she basically broke it to him. And Uh then Reality Steve did not post this until Jordan compared the text messages. And until Jordan was aware of it. Okay. Because that's what Jordan knew. Jordan knew. Okay. beforehand he did and like his friends all stepped up and for, like supported him and like yeah okay. so that's what I, I i felt the same way but when i listened to the podcast between him and oh, steve it, i'm looking forward to listening good. to this podcast um it's a, heartbreaking it's really <laughs> that's a real bummer i i hate that for him and I like didn't necessarily like I kind of like when Jordan was like, she's the one I kind of got this. I definitely felt hesitation. I didn't feel like Jenna was totally in it, but I didn't think that she was evil. No. And that's like, what, this is evil. Yeah. I'm really bummed out because I like her. Okay. I know. I loved her. Should we cry a little bit? On yeah. This is that we can. Yeah. I is a loved place. them together. Yeah. Well, I just he seems so devoted. Yeah. I really like them together too. Their weirds recognized each other's weirds. Yeah. And like, that's what he was saying on the podcast with Steve. It was like, I know some people would like make fun of her, say she's weird, but he was like, I so connected to it. Cause I do the same things. Like I under, like when she was being strange, like that was like a language I understood because I'm weird too. And I was like, Oh, huh. Hmm really upsetting it's too bad but i i feel like jordan's career is not over i think he should host shows on television he'd be a great host yeah fabulous host dancing with the stars i who does it now he's a personality no. i think he could stick <laughs> around for a long time cat dealy no that's um dan the other dance one that i watch the yeah. actual one i watch <laughs> so you think you can dance so you think you can dance i feel like that is like there is like a like so you can dance hive so you think you can dance hive like i feel like the fan base is strong and mighty Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely okay speaking of crying i actually did tear up when chris met crystal's dogs (laughs) what why because it was like really sweet and it was like the first human moment i've seen out of chris was him playing with puppies they were feeding those dogs prosciutto. I know. I do Bougie not understand. Dogs. Bougie. And then he wouldn't eat it himself. I'm like, it's prosciutto. Why wouldn't you eat that? Yeah, he's like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> so weird. I thought it was a really sweet moment. Yeah. Her dogs Crystal, are so important like, to her. Makes him more likable. Mm. Well, it was so like, so literally they come on the screen and I was like, I roll. <laughs> like, don't need these two in my life. He did a fake out proposal. <laughs> yeah, it was so stupid. But when he like, I was like actually shocked to hear that Crystal was like, listen, you're an unlikable person. What you did to Tia, like acting all macho was like messed up and you need to change or everyone is going to hate you. <laughs> and it was like, to me, I was like, what an amazing moment that this woman like recognized good in someone. And we've seen the good in Chris on Becca's season. Like we like we've seen the really, really bad, but we had also seen some of the good and she could like recognize the good and was like, if we can just kind of like get you over this hump of all these like, you know, weird things you're doing as like coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. not flattering. And frankly, they're mean 
like, you know, we can get to the core of you and you can really like shine. And that to me, it was like, wow, that's love. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to like work on someone. No, I don't want that job (laughs) to make them the person I want to be with. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, I don't necessarily need a project. The thing that's interesting about Chris and Crystal was I was listening. Crystal's very articulate about her oh, feelings yeah. and she's very, very self-aware, which mm-hmm. is kind of amazing. I did not get that from Ari's season. There's something I liked about her, but I didn't know. I didn't recognize that it was this. Um, she s- comes from a broken home and she had said on Ashley, I and Ben's podcast today that she really wanted to be with a person that had a similar background as her because like she needed somebody who could kind of understand that element of her. So like she kind of get really gets what she needs with Chris, like so much so that it's worth kind of worth it to her to put in this extra little work because she's getting, she's getting so much out of it. She's getting what she always wanted. And her, their moms together was so sweet. That was adorable. Oh my God. Yeah. It was so nice. I'm into this couple. I, I don't know. What's wrong with me? Don't I like know. watching them kiss. That's the only couple. I was like, I don't like watching not. Jenna and Jordan kiss in bathtubs. I know. I was like, stop it. Oh, stop. stop. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't mind it. Cause <laughs> I wanted to know like at what point does the chocolate come out of Jordan's mouth? Oh. No, he swallowed oh. that. He swallowed it. For sure. Good for you, Jordan. <laughs> Take oh. it like a champ. Oh no! What about Jordan? The other Jordan? What happened to him? Oh yeah, he broke up with Cassandra, and she was like, "All right." Yeah, and we never saw them yeah. ever again. No, Cassandra didn't need to be there. What was she no, doing? That was she so stupid. And also, when he's like, "Are you? I can't do an Australian accent." Oi, oi! Or you asking me to make a move? And then they just like stared at each other for too long. It was, was too like, long. I was like, "Cut away! Cut away!" I was yeah. like, "This is my nightmare." That lingering moment before a kiss. I don't like it and I don't want to watch people do it. Like it's so uncomfortable. Do you not want to do it yourself? I'd rather just someone just like scoop in. Lingering moments are weird. Yeah, I like weird. (laughs) Well, especially if I'm not attracted to somebody. Okay. He needs someone. (laughs) Like I'm really not attracted to Jordan to to Jordan New Zealand. So to watch him sort of like linger before a kiss, I was like, ew. Your face. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's cute. Yeah, I think he's cute too. I just kind of like when the, like the electricity is there and it's like it's automatic without that awkwardness. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like slightly recently had a kiss like that, like a first kiss like that. And I was like, whoa, fun. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like that's how you give consent in Bachelor World. You just stare for you a stare. very long time. And if the stare does not break... Yep. Kiss. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So if you don't physically tell a producer, <laughs> the secondary form of consent is a four-second stare, at least three blinks, <laughs> at least, at least, and then you go in. That's your nonverbal consent. Yeah. Uh, guys, what a summer! Mm. What a summer! Ugh, I feel. I feel ready for fall. Yeah, I'm glad we have a little break. I really need to do some soul searching with Colton. I'm really concerned about him as the bachelor, like concerned for him. I'm concerned for him. Like, I think this man's going to break 
and I'm and I and I'm afraid of how he's going to be exploited and and I also don't really like him. I just have like so many complicated feelings because I'm like very nervous for this person, but I'm also like, but I don't like you, but it doesn't mean I want this bad thing to happen to you. I'm just like very. I just need time. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch, but you guys have fun. <laughs> I know. I can't. At least he's not Leo, you know. At least he's not Leo. That's the silver lining. <laughs> that is the silver Colton's lining. not Leo. Leo's so awful. I cannot believe that they let him come on that show. I He got so booed. I I don't know why he was Why there. did they let him there? Why was he there? He's under investigation for harassment. I have no idea. And it's not like he necessarily added anything to the show. We no, didn't, he didn't hear him speak. talk. Yeah, he, I mean, he could have spoken, but obviously what he said wasn't good enough for them to air it so everyone would have just thrown stuff at him it just doesn't seem worth it to even have him there he doesn't like anybody nobody likes him get him out of there no no i'm done well ruchi yeah (laughs) what a great what a great i sound like a child like learning your name (laughs) (laughs) they say roofy typically which is also something people say to me in bars and I just go, no, Ew. I've already had one tonight. Yeah. So I'm set. Thanks, though. Good line. Isn't it? No, thank you. I've already had one. No, <laughs> no thank you. That's hilarious. Because yes. they can't hear because it's loud in bars. It was not a funny joke to make in a bar. Yeah. Roof- no, your very- joke is funny. Oh, thanks. But for a guy to be like, oh, did you say roofie? It's like, yeah. ew. No, they. some of them actually literally think that my name is Rufy. Oh. Like, and I oh whoops <laughs> I think maybe it's because of Hook Rufio was a character and I got shouted okay so now we're getting really deep into <laughs> the world of Rufy um but also my little nephew uh calls me Auntie Rufy which I find Aww, endearing that's it's cute. really sweet yeah. but yeah Rufy guys and bars those are like no. those are like kids from the 90s that are like Get hook out of your head, man. No, but you came up with a great yeah. comeback. It's perfect. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Roof slash Rooch. <laughs> yeah. What do you got going on? Where can people find oh my gosh, you? you guys. What kind of shows I'm just going to reach into my backpack that I bought for $4.99 at Rite Aid. Plug, uh, really? Rite I thought Aid it was plug. a Herschel. No, it's not. This is a, a flyer that I um, leave at coffee shops and other places like that and in bathrooms and it's uh for truth or dare and that is every third friday and i do that show i host it with my comedy partner katherine mccafferty so the next one coming up is september 21st at the virgil at 7 30 and it's a free show can you explain the premise of truth or dare Absolutely. because i've been to the show and it's interesting it's like it's a really fun it's a fun romp you guys and it's not like an, it's not like the other shows that you've been no to. no so um we don't have prepared things to do so the audience writes down truths or dares and we put them into a bowl and then live on stage Catherine and I will do them uh, for your entertainment and then the comics come up in between us doing that and they'll do their sets and they will also do a truth or dare at the end it's of their so set fun. It, get wa- it gets wild you guys I've seen headstands I've seen kisses from Ooh. I mean consented kisses yes but obviously yeah, yeah. Wait, kisses. that's really fun open I would mouth kisses. what would you pick we can't pick, unfortunately, because we just ask people to write. So it's not like the game in that way, but it's like in every other way. So I would pick dare also. I'm a yeah. darer. I'm yeah. a dairy. I feel like I'm not a darer, but if I was in front of people, I would. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
Do there's that the, validation the you get. Line. Always for the storyline. Always for the storyline. Uh, and then the following week, I am hosting Comedyland LA, which sprung out of iOS, uh, R I P R, iOS. Mm. And uh, Catherine and I are hosting that together as well. So that's the 25th. Also, a free show yeah. at the Virgil at 8 p.m. The Virgil's a great spot, too, if you yeah. Los Angelinos have not attended. Oh, and I forgot I do have a podcast. Truth or Dare is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So for those who aren't lucky yeah. enough to live here, that's a terrible way of saying that. But lucky we enough to live here because you can't we see are. Ruthie's show. We hope can, you as happy, you're as happy as we <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> <laughs> you can still check out uh, the live recording on her podcast, Truth or Dare. Truth or Dare show. Todd Pod is what we call it. Um, what we call the episodes. And then finally... I'll get around to the Ruby LA. Uh, there's a show for $5 at 8 p.m. on the 28th of September, which is a Friday night. And Catherine and I are hosting that as well. And it's called Confessions. Oh, my God. Guys, so many secrets are going to be spilled uh-huh. in all of these shows. And we want to know the audience's confessions, but anonymously. So you don't have to write down your name or anything, but we will read your confessions live on stage. I and love that. There are some amazing comics at that show. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Uh, check me out on Instagram at Ruth E. 1229. <laughs> we'll post this all for you guys Great. too, including the flyer for the show. Oh, thanks. That's so Yay. nice. Ruthie, thank you so much for You're being so here. You're so nice. We loved I, having you. I loved being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you everyone for coming on this journey with us in the summer. I know that summers get really busy. We're all traveling. So we do appreciate everybody tuning in and going on this with us. It's been a long summer, but a summer to remember. Yeah, absolutely. And we do have a long break until Colton, but Alex and I uh, will be back with some one-off episodes in between. Um, So we'll announce when those are coming. Thank you so much, as always. We'll miss you guys until January 7th. (laughs) That's when Colton season starts. Hopefully you guys will all be ready emotionally, physically, spiritually. Everybody go to Kevin's therapist. (laughs) Figure out how you feel about Colton as The Bachelor and we'll all come back. We'll all move with the cheese. We'll We'll all all move with the cheese. We're we're all in this together. We're all in on the same page. (laughs) We're... Again, Tia's and Colton's <laughs> being friends is where we are at. I feel like God <laughs> sent you all to me. Who said that? Jenna said that about Jordan. Aww. So Aww. sad. Really R.I.P. On that sad note, Jordan, we're rooting for you. Almost paradise. Knocking on heaven's door. Almost paradise. <laughs> How could we ask for more? Bye! Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Hey, Glamps. 
It's Lindsay and Angela. Welcome to the Clam Bake. You know, the opposite of a sausage fest. We explore what it means to be a feminist today. We're coming back from our post-season one hiatus with a very special live show as part of the LA Film Festival, and we'd love to see you there. It's Tuesday, September 25th at 7.30 p.m., and there are going to be trucker hats given out. Get ready to win. Woohoo! So join us in some much-needed patriarchy smashing live Tuesday, September 25th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are available online at filmindependent.org. Can't wait to see you there. Bye, Clamps. Bye. Campfire.